Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Dwight, I am really happy to be doing this with you. Thanks, This is the Bible Reading Plan podcast, and what we do is we look at the Bible Reading Plan for this week, and we'll just read through these different passages and get to reflect on them together and just wonder. I mean, we could, uh, we had the option of, all right, I'm going to distill each of these scriptures into like one or two points, and we'll just walk through the key points that you need to know about these scriptures. We could do that, and that would not be bad. But um, I really love entering into these scriptures with just some curiosity and openness to go, what's going to come up in the conversation? And invite other people into that. Know that um, we come from many different, you know, contexts and perspectives into the scriptures. And there's room at the table to talk about what they mean and to be challenged by them and engage with them. So that's kind of what I'm hoping for our conversations. All right. This week. So, um, if you're tuning in, we're going to be kind of dropping these episodes um, throughout the week. Um, looking at uh, today, we're going to be looking um, at Genesis, and then tomorrow it's going to be Psalm 32, and then Wednesday is Psalm 51. Romans going to be from Roman. Sorry, Thursday's going to be Romans for five. Friday's going to be Matthew four, and then Saturday's going to be Matthew 18. And for some people who um, I'm aware that, like we made an announcement yesterday about Bible reading plan podcast and invite some people into it. So some people might be new to the podcast. That might be their first episode. And um, some of these scriptures might seem kind of random. Why are we reading from Genesis and then Psalms and then Romans and then Matthew? Um, the Bible reading plan follows a church calendar. And right now we're at the end of Epiphany at the beginning of, um, actually, um, this week we're going to be going into Lent. So we'll see kind of a shift happen um, as we move into Lent. And we're, we're, these scriptures all share common themes. And so I'm really excited to see how in our conversations those themes begin to play out. Mm-hmm. Um, because as I read these scripture passages against each other, I'm learning. They, they speak to each other and they echo back and forth. And I, I see things and I learn things. I hear things that I never would have heard otherwise from these passages. Right. So. That's kind of what I'm looking forward to. So, Dwight Beal, thanks for being part of this. And um, you're welcome, Brendan McClanahan. You're ready to dive in? <laughs> hey, before we dive into the scriptures, I thought it'd be great for um, it's a great opportunity to talk about um, the worship night, night of worship, which is um, in a little over a month from when these podcast episodes are going to be going out. Do you want to just talk about when that is and what you're hoping? What you're hoping? Yeah, you bet. for the night. So there are five or four months this year that have fifth Sundays. <laughs> a little confusing. Four months with fifth Sundays. Uh, the first one is March. So on March 29, we'll have our first worship night of the year, and we're going to have a, a worship night each of the fifth Sundays. So one will be in March, one will be in May, one in August, and one in November. So March 29, I don't know, if you happened to be at our worship night last April, mm-hmm. I think it was April 14. Uh, that sounds right. Yep, we had a, a fundraising meal for Jillian Doctor before she headed out to Lesotho, Africa, and then we all kind of funneled into the sanctuary, and we spent another hour and a half or so just worshiping together. And 
And、uh, it'll be similar to that. We're, we're just going to have a time to linger in God's presence and to intermingle worship and prayer and intercession and just really enjoy time with God through worshiping through song. And I would definitely invite you to come. And I think it's going to be an opportunity to just really connect with God and connect with each other. So, March 29. What time? Sunday night. Ooh. Pro- probably six. Six. Yeah. All right. Six to eight, maybe? Yeah, six to eight. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I can tell you're really excited about it. I know that you love this kind of stuff. It's good, even just for the worship team to be gelling and growing. But, but what a great opportunity for our whole church to be growing in our, our worship language.、Mm-hmm. It seems like that's something you're really trying to invest in is、yep. how do we grow together as worshipers? And nights like this really help、um, bring that out. Yeah. Cool.、Sure. Well, would you mind reading? The first、uh, scripture passage for this week from、Not、Genesis. So, Genesis 2, 15 through 17, and then it jumps to 3, 1 through 7. So, you'll see,、um, you'll、yep. see it kind of jumps between the chapters. But, you want me、um, to take both of those passages? Yeah, yeah go for it. <clears throat> okay. The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to till and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, You may freely eat of every tree of the garden, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall die. Now, the serpent was more crafty than any other wild animal that the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God say you shall not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden, but God said, You shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that is in the middle of the garden, nor shall you touch it, or you shall die. But the serpent said to the woman, You will not die. For God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was a delight to the eyes, and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. And she also gave some to her husband who was with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made loincloths for themselves. So, Dwight, what do you first notice about this passage? Like, what's grabbing your attention? What do you want to talk about? Oh, gosh. There's so much in this passage. <laughs>、uh-huh. We could talk all day、uh-huh. just about this.、Um, I feel like I'm always referring back to this passage. Like, When I'm reading other scriptures,、hmm. going back to the garden, going, oh, yeah, it started here, didn't、mm-hmm. it? You know, kinda, yeah. It's very central.、Uh, yeah, I, I guess the first thing in my mind is、uh, the difference between God's wisdom and our wisdom.、Mm-hmm. And that when God commands us to do something, it doesn't necessarily make sense, especially when, we're, when someone else comes alongside us and says, come on, did God really say that? Did he really mean that? I mean, look at all the benefits of thinking otherwise. And then before you know it, we're off thinking our own thoughts and paying the price for、yeah. it. Yeah. How easy it is for the truth to be subtly twisted、mm-hmm. enough. It,、um, the serpent isn't outright lying, the serpent's like twisting the truth just a little bit,、mm-hmm. enough to get the attention of Eve and then to get her to do something different, you know, to、yeah. get her to change her behavior. Um, and ultimately, to change her desire. 
that's what, that's the word that stuck out to me was the word desire when it says um so when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was a delight to the eyes and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise she took of its fruit and ate it's like she didn't see how desirous it was before the serpent kind of like lured her toward it mm-hmm. and um we're in the we're entering into the season of lent lent for me has a lot to do with desire and we talk about you know the 40 days of Jesus in the wilderness which is going to be later this week in our scriptures um but also augustine talks about the importance of desire in our faith and what do we what are we truly longing for what what's going to truly fill us and we're de- we're designed for our our hearts to be desirous of god and yet how easy it is for our stomachs and our eyes to desire things that are apart from God, and then we seek to fill ourselves with those things mm-hmm. rather than the good things God has given us. Um, how easy it is for our, our hearts, for our stomachs, for our for our eyes to go in in opposite places from mm-hmm. where God intended them to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hungering for God is almost a foreign concept to us when we're satisfied with everything else. Mm-hmm. You know, I think this the season of Lent is you know, an opportunity for us to pull back maybe on some of those things that we're constantly fixing our attention and our appetites on yeah. and to, to remind us, oh, yeah, that God is really the ultimate giver and satisfier of, of our deepest needs. And, you know, there's one other thing here that just stands out to me, you know, when, when the serpent says, did God really say? Mm-hmm. In the way that the enemy causes us to doubt God. And to doubt his faithfulness and to doubt his goodness. Because, I mean, to me, I read between the lines and I, I hear the serpent saying, if God really loved you, mm-hmm. you know, he, he'd let you do all these things that you, you know you want, you know? Yeah. So clearly he's not good or, or whatever. So the enemy gets us to doubt what he says, but then gets us to doubt his goodness and his character as well. Yeah, that's good. Um, at the end of the passage, they their eyes are opened hmm. and they knew that they were naked and they sewed <sighs> fig leaves just like they didn't see how desirous the, tr- the tree was until the serpent pointed out they didn't notice they were naked there was no reason to hide mm-hmm. before then I wish we could rewind time and, and go back to what it felt like to not have any reason to hide mm-hmm. and yet that's what defines our human condition in so many ways the, our fallen nature our human condition is um is that desire to hide, to be shameful yep. of ourselves in all the different ways that we do that um, throughout the day, throughout the week, in our whole lives, the decisions we make that are are so steered by the desire to hide from yes. others, to protect ourselves, to um, insulate ourselves, to guard ourselves, um, and not wanting to come out into the light. Mm-hmm. You know, So that's a theme that I think is really cool to pick up throughout the week, but um, uh, I think that's enough for today. Let's um, let's uh, start thinking about tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow is Psalm 32. So thanks for joining us today, and tune in tomorrow morning on Tuesday to, uh, we're going to talk about Psalm 32. Sounds good. Talk to you later. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. 
let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Thank you.